Brother Cow. Thank you. Another beautiful day, a little warmer today. Uh, the sun, I know the, over where I live uh, in Brazelton, the sun was out, uh, I would say 95% of the time uh, today, but it's a little cool, but nice. And uh, from, from here on to probably what April, uh, we'll see a little bit more daylight uh, we'll see a little bit more sunshine, get a little bit warmer. Uh, we must not forget that we're, uh, we're in Georgia. Uh, we're not in Cleveland, Ohio. So we, uh, up that way, the, the, it's, it, snow will still be on the ground uh, maybe until May, April, May, or June. Uh, we, we, by April, the latter part of April, we, we may be looking at uh, 75, 80 degrees, a little bit warmer. But I, I said all that to say this, that whatever day the Lord gives to us, we are thankful. It's a blessing to be alive. Thank God. Don't ever count it short. It's a blessing to live as long as we have lived. Count it a joy. I count it a joy every day to wake up. I don't know about you. Oh, my age now, a pain here and there, but I'm still thankful. Thankful that my wife and I, we have a little food to eat, Fresh water to drink. You ever think about that class? Having fresh water to drink? When, when you look at the news and what's going on in the world and people are fighting, children, children are dying because they cannot get fresh water. And sometimes our children, grandchildren, they go in the bathroom and just turn the faucet on, just, just be looking at it, laughing, and maybe playing in it. We're blessed. We're blessed. Tonight, tonight, class, I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I'm really excited because we, we've, had a, we've had a great study on 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians. And uh, I just hope and pray that you have enjoyed uh, the classes. You will continue to study don't let this be your last time in, in, in reading uh, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, uh, great books to be encouraged by. Tonight, we're closing our class. And uh, matter of fact, uh, the winter quarter, the winter quarter will end. And uh, next week, we'll begin the spring quarter. And uh, I will be teaching a class on grace starting next Wednesday night, uh, be the Lord's will. And that's 
Boy, that's, that's another great topic. Uh, and, I, and I'm looking forward to it. So get ready. Get ready. Get ready for grace. Get ready for grace. Tonight, class, be ready. Be ready and stay ready. Let me, let me just get a... Well, let's read it first. Go, go to First Thessalonians class. Open your Bibles. Then I'll, chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5. And then we'll go to Revelation chapter 1. Revelation chapter 1. Here it is, class. First Thessalonians chapter 5. But of that times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Verse 3. When they shall say peace, safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, and of course, that's the entire church, men, women, boys, and girls. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Look at verse 5, class. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. In verse 6, therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. I think I mentioned to you the last time the word sober class mean to be on alert. So tonight reading one more Revelation chapter 1 turn over there class real quickly Revelation chapter 1 The Apostle John writes. Look at verse 7. We don't have time. I wish we had time to read all of it. But uh, Behold, he cometh with clouds. Look at that class. The Lord is coming. He's, he's coming on a cloud. Coming with clouds. And every eye shall see him. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't, oh, you, you, I can just imagine, class, seeing the Lord coming. Every eye shall see And they also which pierced him. They also which pierced him. Amen. Some, some may not want to see him, but you're going to see him this time. 
which pierced him. And all kindreds of the earth, every, all people class, everybody, the entire universe. I, we don't know how the Lord is going to do all of this, but he's going to do it. Everybody, everybody will be able to see him. All kindreds, all people, all nation class will be able to see him. Shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. Be ready. From the two scriptures that we've read tonight, from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Revelation chapter 1, I want to close out the lesson tonight with be ready. Now, let me get some feedback. When the Bible tells us to be ready, what comes to mind? What comes to your mind? What comes to your mind, class, when the Bible says, be ready? Can I get a volunteer? Some volunteer? Obedience. Obedience. Yes. If we are going to make heaven our home, and all of us are looking forward to it, class. Oh, oh, I forgot. To those of you on Zoom tonight, welcome. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hope you have your Bibles and something to write with. Be ready. Stay ready. Okay, someone else. Someone else in this area. Well, what comes to mind when, when the Bible tells us to be ready? To be, to be alert, okay. Why be alert? Very good. Car racing. And they tell those guys, be ready. I mean, you, you, you can't be putting gas in, in, the, in the tank and uh, uh, look at, uh, go see about the brakes. No, when those cars come up to the line, you, you're right, my sister. And, and the, the announcer says, whatever he said, he said, be ready. You better be ready to go in that car race. Okay, very good. That's, that's a good one. Someone else. What comes to mind? What comes to your mind as a Christian, as a member of the body of Christ? What comes to mind when the Bible says, be ready? No excuse. No excuse. Thank you, sir. Oh, oh No excuses. Well, Lord, look, look. Uh, Lord, let, I know, I, yes, you know, I knew you were coming, but let me get ready. Uh-uh. Too late. You should have been ready. And that's some of the things we're going to talk about in our, in our study tonight class. You should have been ready. Oh, Lord, I didn't, I didn't, have, 
I didn't have time to do this. I didn't have time. No, too late. And I can imagine, class, I can imagine some folks. And of course, this is John Iverson now. I can imagine some people. Lord, could you give me another month? Lord, Lord let me, can you give, give, give us two more Sundays so I could go to worship? I, I can imagine some people. Uh, Lord, uh, yeah, uh, Give me another opportunity to go to Wednesday night Bible study. Too late. You should have been ready. In class, that's our lesson for tonight. Number one, those of you who are taking notes and those of you on Zoom, please write this down. Number one, be ready. We must have an attitude of readiness. Attitude class of readiness. Turn to Matthew 24, 20, real quickly. Matthew chapter 24, class, and verse 24. Verse four, I'm sorry, verse 44, 24, 44. Therefore, and I say again, class, I'm reading from the old uh, King James Version, and I know some of you have an up-to-date version, but the, the, the principle is still there. Look at verse 44. Therefore, be ye also ready for in such an hour you think not the Son of Man cometh. Attitude. We must have an attitude of readiness. Yes, go to work, go to school, do your work. If you're a housewife, you're retired, whatever. Go about your daily chores. But I realize I'm a Christian. And if the Lord comes while I'm getting out of the bed, while I'm fixing breakfast, while I'm on my way to, to my work, getting my children or grandchildren ready for school, whatever the case may be, I'm ready. That's the kind of attitude that we should have, class. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Look at that one, class, real quickly. 1 Corinthians Chapter 1. Look at Paul talking to the church at Corinth. Look at verse 7 and 8 real quickly. Paul says, so that, verse 7, so that you come behind in no gifts. Look at this class. Waiting, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at verse 8. Who shall what, Paul? who shall also confirm you unto the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, class. And added, I, I have an attitude of readiness. Whenever the Lord comes, I'm ready. 
I'm ready to go to home with him. I'm ready to go to heaven. In class, sometimes I just, sometimes I just sit and think, that's going to be a beautiful time. You ever thought about it? That's going to be a beautiful time. Oh, I know, I know we, we love, we love our husband, we love our wives, we love our children, grandchildren, family members, but nothing, class, nothing is going to take the place of going home with Jesus. Let me tell you, nothing. When I, you know, I know we're not talking about, we're not in the book of Revelation, but John, the apostle John, have you ever read the book of Revelation? John, John saw some things, class, that, that baffled his mind concerning heaven, what it's going to be like. Although he put it, he put it in his own words, how he described, but, but can you, just, just, just sitting here thinking, class. It, wait, where's, where's a song leader? Is there a song leader in the building tonight, in our class tonight? Raise your hand. Okay. It, it, isn't there a song that we sing, uh, How Beautiful Heaven Must Be? Is that, How Beautiful? How Beautiful Heaven must be. And John, the apostle John, gives us a description class of how it's going to be. And, and matter, matter of fact, what, it doesn't even begin to, to touch the surface class of what it's going to be like when we get to heaven. John just, John just give us a taste. Did I see your hand, bro? Okay. Go ahead. Where's my... First Corinthians, in verse 10, down there, gives us some, some conditions for being ready. It said, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same things, mm -hmm. and that there be no divisions. Divisions among you. Oh, that's right. Are we, all, are we all speaking the same thing when it comes to going to heaven? You saying one thing, I'm saying something else. No, we should all be on the same page when it comes to going to heaven. He is coming, and I want to be ready. You should be ready. And that's one of the reasons, my sister, my brother, one of the reasons we are meeting in such a Bible study is to encourage one another, to lift one another up. You know, class, there are some people who would laugh at us. There are some people who, who would, those folks are crazy. I ain't, I, I ain't gonna spend, I'm not going to spend my time in no, no Bible class. And, and matter of fact, what, what, what he's talking about, you, you can't believe that. Well, sir, ma'am, I do. And I'm just, I've made up in my mind, I've lived long enough 
to be a member of the body of Christ. I'm just going to stay ready. And I'm going to encourage my family, my wife, my children, my grandchildren, my great grandchildren, and anyone I come in contact with. I'm going to do my best to encourage them to let them know that there is a heaven and a hell. And we are going to spend eternity at one or the other. Now, you can believe that or not if you want to. I believe that there's a heaven. And I want to be ready. Thank you. So number one, Roman number one, an attitude of readiness. Number two, Roman number two, write this down, Claire. Those of you on Zoom, take, take this down now. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. Hebrews 10, 23. Real quickly, Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23, class, real quickly. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Do you know what it means to wave? Have you ever been... Oh, yes. Come on, Brother Iverson. You, you shouldn't even say. Uh, we've all been to the beach. We've all been to uh, some ocean uh, on a ship, on a crew. You notice how the, how the waves go in and out? You ever notice that? I'm sure we have. The writer says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. What are you doubting about? What, what, I, I like to know, what, what, are you, what are you doubting about? Stay faithful. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't, I, don't believe the Bi- I don't believe the Bible is right. Come on now. Stop that. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Come on, y'all. The Lord is... Who, who are we talking about? We're talking about the Lord. The Lord is faithful. I may not be faithful. You may not be faithful, but the Lord is faithful. He says he's coming. He's coming. And we have to believe that, class. So stay faithful. Write this down. Those of you are taking note. Brother Ives, stay faithful to what? Stay faithful to the Lord and his kingdom. There is one but one. That's the church. Acts chapter 2. Oh, oh, come on. Come on, y'all. Follow me. Acts chapter 2. Look at it real quickly, class. Acts chapter 2. And verse 46. The Bible is right. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple. Look here, class. And breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. God has one kingdom. Acts 20 and 7. Turn over there, class. 
Acts chapter 20. Here's another familiar one. We've been over this before. Acts chapter 20. Look at verse 7. And upon the first day of the week, every week has a first day. When the disciples, now the King James Version says disciples, followers of Christ, we are followers of Christ. No one else class. Amen. Upon the first day of the week when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. Stay ready, class, to the Lord and his kingdom. He has but one. That's the church. And if you, if, if, if you want to jump on me, go ahead. I'm talking about the church of Christ. And I'm not going to take it back. Stay faithful to the Lord and his kingdom. Acts 20 and 7. Read that one, class. Well, we just, and upon the first day of the week when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached to them, read it to tomorrow and tomorrow, continued his speech until midnight. Stay ready. Be faithful to the Lord in his kingdom. If you're not ill, I'm not going to go any further than that. Now, you, you may, I, I don't mean to irritate anyone, and I'm not going to take it back. If you're not ill, you're not in the hospital, you should be in Bible study. You should be in worship on Sunday. I'm not going to take it back. Well, Brother Iverson, what, what? No. No. You have to answer to God. I, I do know this Bible says on the first day of the week, every week, every week has a first day. And if you're not ill, come on, y'all, those of you on Zoom, come on. If you're not ill, Sunday, the first day of the week, I'm in Bible study. I'm in worship. Even, let me say this. Let, let me go a little bit further. Even when you are traveling, I want to make myself clear. I'm not angry. I'm not angry with anyone. But even when you are traveling, make plans to find the Lord's people so you can worship. When I was coaching track and field in Texas, there were times when we had track meets Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we would be 
course, the school is in Terrell, Texas, and uh, many of our track meets were out of town. And sometimes we, you know, laboring, uh, running on Saturday, late in the day on Saturday, you know, we would get something to take the fellows to get something to eat and then go to a motel. Now, class, listen to me real good. Class, many of the young men and young women I was coaching was not members of the body of Christ. And I don't mean to be mean. I don't mean to be ugly. But Sunday morning, if you were on my track team and we were out of town, couldn't get back to the campus, I found the church. I found the church where the Lord's people were meeting. And everybody. Now, some, to some of you, that may seem mean. But if, if you were going to run track for me in the school, on Sunday, everybody were in Bible study and worship. We left after worship. I took them to one of the local restaurants. We got something. We got on the bus and made it back to Terrell, Texas. And there were many times, there were many times when we were out of town and had to stay over. Now, did everybody, did every, all of my all of my track people, did they all like that? No. I had to almost I'm trying to find a good word. If you want to stay on this track team, let me, let me put it this way. If you are going to stay on this track team, you're going to have to follow my rules and regulations. And one of my rules and regulations is that whenever we are out of town on a Sunday, we are going to Bible school, we're going to worship. Now, it's up to you whether you want to stay on this track team and we are out of town on the weekend. Now, did I have some students who quit the team? Yes. I'm not going to stand up here and lie. Yes. But we went on. We still, even those students that we lost, who did not want to abide by the rules of regulation, I didn't argue with them. But this is, this is what we stand for. If we are out of town, do it attract me. And can I get back to the campus on Sunday? We are going to Bible school and we're going to worship. We'll leave after we get a meal. Some of them quit. But we went on. Why did you bring that up, Brother Iverson? We should never make excuses for being a faithful servant of the Lord. I don't buy that. 
No. Yes, I, and I lost some good students class. Good, good young men, good young women, outstanding in track. And they knew, they knew from the very beginning that they were coming to a Christian school because when I recruited, get this now, Brother Anderson, get this. When I recruited, I always went to that child's home, sat down with their parents and explained to them that we are a Christian institution. We have chapel every day. Yes, we, we, we have chapel every day. We don't have any, we don't have any sports activities on Sunday. I would always explain that to the parents. And I lost. I'm not going to say I'm being lied. I lost some good athletes because of what we stood for. Let me tell you something, church. The Lord will still bless you when you do what's right. Don't ever forget that. You may have to suffer some. Yes, I, I, I lost some good young ladies. I'm standing in track. Some good young men. I'm standing in track. And it's a sad commentary class. I don't want to sound like I'm preaching, but it's a sad commentary. When you go into a home and you sit down and you talk to the family about what you stand for, what the school stand for, and that home knows nothing about the Bible. Oh, good athlete, that girl, All-American in high school, that boy, All-American in basketball track. But it's sad when you go into a home and that family, those children, knows nothing about the Bible. They know, they know nothing about the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, I lost I lost some good athletes. But on Sunday, we were going to be at Bible study. We were going to be in worship. So class, stay faithful to the Lord and his kingdom. Oh, don't tighten up on me now. Stay faithful to your wife and husband. You want to go to heaven? It's mighty quiet now. It's mighty quiet now. Be ready. But you stay faithful to your husband. You stay faithful to your wife. Come on, smile. We're going to can the camera. If, if, if you want to go to heaven, if you want to see the Lord, you, 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 you stay faithful to the man that you marry. You stay faithful to the woman that you marry. Turn to Ephesians chapter 6 for me real quickly. Come on. Boy, this is a good. I told you this, class, I told you it was going to be good tonight. Ephesians chapter 5, class. Look at that real quickly. There's something there. Ephesians chapter 5. Come on. Look at that real quickly. 
I don't want you leaving the same. Brother Iverson said no. Look back up to verse 21, Ephesians chapter 5. Submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husband as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husband in everything. 25. Husbands, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Stay faithful. You stay faithful to the woman you marry. You stay faithful to the man you marry. That's the way God would have it. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to go to heaven. Children. Look at uh, Ephesians 6 and 1. Children, obey your children. Obey your parents. Well, in the Lord, for this is right. Although we don't have any children in right, but we do have some young adults. As long as you are, as long, let me say that, as long as your parents are living, whether you are 10, 20, or 30, or 40, you should obey them. That's what I tell my children, grandchildren. And I'm not, I'm not going to tell you anything wrong. I, I, I want to see you prosper. I want to see you, and above all, I want to see you go to heaven, son, daughter. So I'm not, I'm not going to tell you something wrong. So we need to stay faithful to one another. Husbands, stay faithful to the wife. Wife, stay faithful to the husband. Children, obey their parents. That's how God would have it. Even in the church. Somebody quiet now. But I say the Bible is right. In class, well, let me read one more. Look at, uh, look at, uh, that's something. I want to go back. L look at Ephesians 6 and 1 again. Children, obey your parents. <sighs> class, I have it in my notes, but I, grandparents, children even are to obey their grandparents. We have to teach that to our children. Amen. Honor, look at verse 2. Honor thy father and mother which is the first command we would promise. Are we teaching that to our children today to honor mom and dad? Come on, y'all. Church, class, things have gotten so out of hand today. It's a shame. Sometimes you... Don't, don't turn on the news now. Don't, don't, don't look at the news now. Many of our children and grandchildren are just out of hand. Let me tell you something. 
Let me tell you something. Look at Buford. Sometimes I just sometimes I just look around. Where are our young people? Where are our young adults? Sometimes I just over there over where myself. I just look around. Where's your daughter? Where's your son? Where's your grandchild? Why, why aren't they here? Well, not here or, or wherever they live. Why, why aren't they in Bible study? You're not out of class. I don't mean in a harm, but we got to be ready. And being ready is loving your wife, loving your husband, children obeying their parents. If you're going to be ready, you think you're going to get a heaven when you... Uh, when you talk back to your husband, treat him in a kind of way. Oh, when you talk back to your wife, treat her in a kind of way, beating on her, hitting on her. Children talking back to their parents, children talking back to their grandparents. You, you think you're going to heaven? No, you're not going anywhere. I may not be popular tonight after this class, but that's all right. I'm saying be ready. Amen. Grandparents, we must get back to it, class. Stay faithful to the Lord and his kingdom. Stay faithful to your wife and husband, children. And then, class, write this one down. Stay faithful to the work of the kingdom. Stay faithful to the work of the kingdom. Look at Ephesians 4. Look at Ephesians 4, 11 class. Ephesians chapter 4, starting at verse 11. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. And of course, class, that word pastor there has reference to the bishop, the elder. I don't care what the world is saying, no. Why? Look at verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Why, Paul? Verse 13, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The work of the kingdom. Stay faithful. Stay faithful to the Lord in his kingdom, to your wife and your children. Children are to obey their parents and grandparents. Stay faithful to the work of the kingdom. Saving souls. Amen. Visiting. When is the last time, class, those of you on Zoom, when is the last time you visited a prison? When is the last time you visited the jail? When is the last time you went to a hospital? When is the last time you went to a nursing home? Come on. In your class, I, I, I'm speaking to John Iverson. This, this is for me also. 
Here's another. Giving to the needy. When is the last time you, you, you help someone with food without coming to the church building and asking for the elders? You. When is the last time we have someone with clothing? No, I'm not talking about coming to the church building, but you. When is the last time you gave someone a piece of money? No, I'm not talking about, let me, let me call the elders. No, you. When is the last time you, you went in your pocket or your bank account and helped someone with some money? Housing. Have you ever had to help someone? Have you ever had someone to come? Oh, it's getting a little tight now. Have you ever had to have someone come live in your home? You didn't know them? Come on, y'all. And I'm not boasting or bragging. But my wife and I, we've done that many a times. Didn't know the people. And you know what? Oh, bro, brother, you, you, mean, you mean to tell me you, 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 you kept those folks in your home? Yes. You forgetting. I'm, my wife and I, we're children of God. Yes, all I knew, this man and this woman and the little girl, they, they needed a place to stay. And they came to us. No, no harm was done. Oh, they stayed with us two or three days. Matter of fact, a week. No, no harm was done. But you know what? You know what? I believe the Lord blessed us because of that. Oh, Brother Iverson, you, 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 you didn't know that guy, did you? No, I, I didn't know much about him. All, all I knew, this woman was with him, and they had a little girl. Or, uh, these two women, all, all I knew, they, they needed a place to stay. And Pat, I talked to Pat, and she said, well, let's, let's go ahead. I prayed about it. Come on, y'all. Come on. I, I prayed about it. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm still alive. My wife's still alive. And I'm, I'm still waiting for the Lord. So yes, class. Ooh. Be ready. Roman number number one. We must have an attitude of readiness. Roman number number two, stay faithful. In class, under stay faithful, because I, I really want you to get this. You stay faithful to the Lord and his kingdom. Stay faithful to your wife and husband. Children, obey your parents. Stay faithful to the work of the kingdom and stay faithful to the Bible. Read it. Oh, time is getting up. Read it, class. You don't know. When is it? Over here. Did you all read your Bible today? 
Did you read your Bible today? Have you read your Bible? What, what this today is Wednesday or Thursday? Or Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Have you read your Bible? Have y'all read your Bible? Over here. Have y'all read your Bible today? Did you, have you had prayer today? Okay, let me go over here. How many of you have read your Bible this week? Don't, no, you don't have to raise your hand. Answer from your heart. How many of you read your Bible this week? How, how many of you have prayed? You said, stay ready? That's what we must do. Sometimes, and I'm not boasting or bragging, I just get happy. I read a scripture, and boy, that, 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 that scripture just touches you all over. And sometimes I want to, <laughs> sometimes I'm glad. There have been times sitting there, Pat and I, reading, and I start crying. The Bible, class, if you love it, it will make you cry at times. It will make you joyful at times. Write this down. I want you to read, all of us. I read it two or three times that day. Read Psalms 103. You may want to do it before you go to bed tonight. All of you, everybody, put it in your notes. Before you go to bed tonight or tomorrow, I want all of you to read Psalm. And those of you on Zoom, read Psalms 103. You're talking about joy. You're talking about enthusiasm. You're talking about being ready. Psalms 103 will help your class. Oh, there are others. There are others, but I, oh, oh man, time is getting away from. So let me go over this again. Brother Iverson, we're closing out on the books of Thessalonians. So I have a class tonight. Be ready. Roman number, Roman number, number one, an attitude of readiness. Roman number two, stay faithful. In last class, Roman number three, unity. Unity. What do you mean? Oneness. We are one. We are one. Never forget that class. Oh, class, I wish, and, and don't jump on me after class now. Don't, don't jump on me after class. Sometime, sometime class, I don't see that. I don't see that. But I tell you what. If we are going to be ready for the coming of the Lord, we have to be one. We cannot let this get in the way. 
And I think I told you sometime, and I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm preaching, but there have been places where me and my wife been turned away because of this. Brother Iverson, uh, that, that's a church down the street. I think y'all would be more happier there. What? What? Brother, I'm, I'm here to worship. And, and, and your sign out that says Church of Christ. Yeah, I, I think, Brother Iverson, y'all would be more happy. Uh, that's that, that congregation down the street. Not on one occasion, class, but on several occasions. And I, I, don't, I don't mean to stir up anything. But we're trying to get to heaven. We're going to have to be unified. And forget about this. Look at John 17. I must read that one, class. Here's one you're familiar with. John chapter 17, if I'm correct. I got just a few more minutes. I got just a few more minutes, class. John 17. Go to verse 20, is it? Okay. John 17, 20, and 21. Neither or neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through that word. Here it is, class. Verse 21. That they all may be one as thy father art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou has sent me. I love that class. Some of us in the kingdom are going to miss out. Because we, did, we didn't believe in this. When it, isn't it sad when you go to a place to worship and you're almost turned away. You, what, you are turned away because of this. Unity. Write this down real quickly. Unity when it comes to the Bible name. Regardless of what the world may says, Paul said in Romans, salute one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ salute you. I'm not ashamed of that class. And I've been, I've been a lot of places. But I'm not going to sit there when you call on me and when you ask me what's my religion or where I go to church or where I attend, I'm not going to be ashamed to say I'm Church of Christ. I'm a member. I'm not talking about a building. <laughs> 
So yes, unity in Bible name, unity in one creed, unity in our worship, unity in scriptural salvation. Be ready. Be ready. I have enjoyed this study class. I, 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 now, now let, let me say this. Let, let me just. Now, personally, I, I'm going to continue to study First and Second Thessalonians. I'm going to continue to read it. That's some good reading there. That's some good encouragement there. I want you to do the same thing. Okay? I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I haven't made anyone angry. If so, come to me. Don't go behind my back and come to me. You say, Brother Iverson, you know, I, I would appreciate it. Now, starting next Wednesday, I'll starting a lesson on grace. Oh, that's another good one. Grace class. I'm going to enjoy that. You are going to enjoy it. Now, I, I, and I'm going to tell you, I don't know everything about grace. But I'm going to study. I've done a, many a lessons on grace. But I'm going to study. And I want you to study along with me. And we can uh, agree on not what Brother Iverson says, but here's what the Bible says about grace. Let us pray. Father in heaven, thank you for tonight. Thank you for today. We were able to arise, to rise from our beds. We were able to plant our feet on the floor. We were able to go about our daily activities. We had food to eat. We had water to drink, transportation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our families, our wives, our husbands, our children, our grandchildren. Thankful for the church. May we never be ashamed. Lord, help us. Help us to never be ashamed that we are citizens of your kingdom. Help us, Lord, to stay ready. Continue to bless Buford, our elders, our deacons, our Bible school teachers, our membership, those in the nursing home, those in the hospital, those who recently had surgery, those that we've lost. Lord, be with us, guide us. Bring us back at the next appointed time. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen.